program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 how are you? I hope you had a fantastic weekend. It really doesn't matter who the host is. What it matters is who the listener is. I guess that's really the most important part if you really start putting a factor in to the whole thing. Anyways, today is Monday, March the 7th of 2022, day 66 of the year, and I told you we would get to it at some point. 299 days left remaining. I know, right? We already went through the first 66. So here we go now, and we start moving and grooving going now. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And then, of course, we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Radio. So my question to you is that if we get a third one in there, do I start playing every single one on where it's located? Because I think that might get annoying, but maybe we could have that conversation in the near future, but not too far away. Also at the same time. Anyway, so let's start talking about some other things. So besides that, I hope that you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, we'll talk about what did you do this weekend? Cause that's going to be important as well. Um, if you want to hang out and do the things that we do inside of the radio station, all you have to do is the following. If you want to jump in and interact and do some stuff, the easiest way to do this is to go to callinradio.com. That is callinradio.com. What will take place there is that that will take you to our messaging system that will also guide you to our texting system that would be our video system and our voice system because it's not confusing enough just by calling it callinradio.com yep that's what i said i was there when i said it and you were there with me so i guess it makes all kinds of fun so let's start talking about what was trending over the weekend because that is going to be important twitter users reacted to the news of wnba uh player Brittany grinner arrested in russia uh that was trending um also saturday night was coach k's last home game with a uh, duke blue devils just in case um also women in five words or less was trending on sunday tweets included don't try to know um often mistaken as domestic help um how we treated matters um i'm too scared to say real women like to rebel 
and they tend to love chocolate. So there you go. That was some stuff that was going on. Also, another hashtag that was making the sequence of events was Ukraine was trending over the weekend as tweets were um, a mix of support photos of those on the ground fighting Russian troops and pictures of buildings that had been destroyed during the attack. So that was some stuff that was trending right away. Uh, So let's start talking about it real quick, because, you know, we're going to talk about it at some point. So let's talk about what was going on inside of the box office. So, you know, you you know what we're going to get to here in a few moments. So let's start talking about it. Anyways, at number 10 was Scream at $570,000 at number 10. Um, At number nine was GK with $592. Um, At number eight were Crayon with $683. At number seven was Jack. Asked forever $1.3 million. At number six was Sing with $1.5 million. At number five was Death of the Nile with $2.7 million. Um, at number four was Spider-Man No Way Home with $4.4 million, down from the number three spot. At number three was Dog with $6 million, down from the number two spot. And at number two was Uncharted with $11 million, down from the number one spot. And in case you did not know, Now you're about to know the number one movie in the box office over the weekend. I don't think it's going to be a surprise to many, but it was The Batman with $128.5 million. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Um, I did uh, break out of my Fortress of Solitude um, to go out there and take a gander of it um, over the weekend. And to be honest with you, if you like David Fincher, I think you'll like this movie. I really do. If you like that gritty style on how David Fincher makes his movies, I think this will be right up your alley. Um, It is not your traditional, uh, well, let's say superhero flick. It is not not a Marvel movie, that is for sure. It is much darker, um, but, and it is two um, two hours and 55 minutes. So I would hope that you're very prepared for that if you decide to go see it or you have a lot of depends, one or the other. Um, So anyways, let's get into some serious business because you know that that it is that time from time to time that we have to talk about the serious biz that happens inside of here. Because if not, what are we going to be doing? So we're going to talk about safety in the news and the news and safety and all that kind of fun stuff. So don't worry about that. But as we are talking, just keep in mind that there is a lot of news that circulates inside of this world. So sometimes we get a lot of information very short period of time, but we have some of that for you. So let's go ahead and start off with some of our news right now. I mean, I think we should do it right now. I mean, don't you think that's a good idea? I don't know. Let's go from there. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. A third round of talks between Ukrainian and Russian negotiators is scheduled today, 12 days after Russian forces began attacking Ukraine. Russia has agreed to a limited ceasefire in the opening of humanitarian quarters in several cities, but the bombardment shows little sign of letting up. As Russian forces continue to pound targets in Ukraine, U.N. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield says the U.S. will not approve a no-fly zone. Mark Mayfield reports. Appearing on ABC's This Week, she explained President Biden remains steadfast about his promise to keep American troops off the ground and out of the airspace in Ukraine. She added that sanctions against Putin and his country are working, especially with the ruble sitting at one cent to the dollar. However, Thomas Greenfield said she was at a loss to explain why Putin is continuing his invasion of Ukraine, given the severe economic toll that sanctions are taking on Russia. I'm Mark Mayfield. Economists and the White House are singing the praises of the February jobs report that was far stronger than expected. Mike Bauer reports. 
The chief of the White House Council of Economic Advisors told reporters it's an example of the strong labor market recovery over the past year. It was a winter of surging job creation. Employers created jobs on a mass scale. Americans returned to the workforce, and the labor market shrugged off the Omicron variant. Employers added 678,000 jobs last month. Hiring was healthy across a broad range of industries, and the labor force expanded by more than 300,000 people as more Americans returned to work. I'm Mike Bauer. The death toll from a weekend tornado outbreak in Iowa is at least seven. Meteorologist Bill Karen says there's a chance of even more severe weather today. We still have a chance of isolated severe storms today. We still are under a tornado watch in areas from Memphis up towards Paducah. We have snow in Des Moines. It snowed overnight in Kansas City. And even Chicago's had to deal with a little bit of snow. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Chris Jones. Hearings in the International Court of Justice open on Monday in a case brought by Ukraine against Russia. It marks one of the first in a series of attempts by Kyiv to hold Moscow to account for its actions through international law. Rosie Burchard reports from Brussels. Kyiv is arguing Moscow has used false claims of genocide as a pretext to invade. In the past, Russia has accused Ukraine of discrimination and acts of genocide toward the Russian-speaking minority in the country. Kiev rejects these claims and is asking the United Nations top court to order Moscow to halt its attacks through what is known as provisional measures. These measures are a tool at the court's disposal for emergency situations so it can take action ahead of full legal proceedings. But even if the court rules in Ukraine's favour, it does not have a means of enforcing the measures. The UK has introduced a range of sanctions on Russian banks and oligarchs. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has called for further punishment from the West and to introduce a no-fly zone. UK Foreign Minister James Cleverly has defended not introducing a no-fly zone because doing so would lead to all-out war between NATO and Russia. Vladimir Putin has been desperate to paint this as him defending Russia against NATO aggression. It is a nonsense. Russia was never under threat from NATO. NATO is a purely defensive alliance and therefore it is incredibly important that we don't play into his narrative by NATO being dragged into this conflict. We are limiting his ability to wage war. The, the, the you know, wars have to be paid for and the Russian economy is being diminished very, very severely by these sanctions. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says America is discussing a possible ban on Russian oil imports with its European allies. He also said the United States is in talks with Poland about giving Ukraine Polish military aircraft. And hundreds of Indian students stuck in the east Ukrainian city of Sumy are crying for help. It's believed to be the largest group of Indians still stuck in the war-torn country. Officials are asking students to be ready to leave at a short notice, as Ishan Gerg reports from New Delhi. Indian officials are stationed in Poltava in central Ukraine to help evacuation of the students from Sumy. Those stuck there are now running out of food and water. Embassy staff have asked the students to send them their location over the internet as soon as possible. But with choppy electricity supply and patchy internet connectivity, officials are finding it difficult to coordinate with the students. Just 40 kilometers from the Russian border, Sumy is seeing constant shelling. The students there say they are quickly losing hope and are urging officials to quickly evacuate them from the city. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
Starting today, New York City is dropping two big controversial coronavirus-related mandates. Scott Pringle reports. Students in K-12 through grades no longer have to wear masks. We want to see the faces of our children. We want to see their smiles. We want to see how happy they are. We want to see when they're feeling sad so that we can be there to comfort them. And the mask prevented us from doing so for almost two years. However, masks are still mandated for children under the age of five in pre-K. Meanwhile, businesses will no longer have to check customers' vaccine status unless they choose to do so, the mayor is lifting the vaccine mandate for indoor dining, gyms, and indoor entertainment facilities. Apple is expected to announce a new low-cost iPhone model at a media event set for this Tuesday. More from Trey Thomas. The tech giant will stream the launch event on its website and YouTube. There's been a lot of speculation that Apple will announce a mid-range iPad as part of the event. The iPhone SE is the company's current low-cost model that retails for $399. The latest version of the iPhone software may also be rolled out, with features such as the ability to use facial recognition Recognition while wearing a mask to unlock the phone. I'm Trey Thomas. A Hollywood couple with ties to Ukraine is donating millions to aid refugees. Paul Rubidoux has a story. If Ashton Kutcher and his wife Mila Kunis are committing to match up to $3 million to refugee and humanitarian aid. Kunis was born in Ukraine. The couple posted that they are matching the $3 million in an effort to raise $30 million to help Ukrainians. Part of their fund will be given to Airbnb, who is providing short-term housing for some refugees. The Dark Knight is back on top of North America's box offices. The Batman earned $128.5 million in its debut weekend in theaters across the U.S. and Canada. And gas prices jumped six cents overnight. The national average price for regular is up to $4.06 a gallon. That's according to AAA. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with a pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. 
two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, there you go. Something magical. Rated R Safety Show. Currently 18 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging out and doing the things that we get to do because that is always a fun time. Because if we weren't hanging out together, then I would be hanging out alone. And then that would be kind of weird for me because I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. Anyway, so let's start talking about some serious stuff because that is what is going on right now. The refugee corridor negotiated between um, Ukraine and Russia official late last week and already collapsed. Russian forces continue to launch projectiles into the zones. The news comes as the United States has agreed to allow NATO uh, to send uh, jets to the Ukrainian's exhausted military. Worth noting, the jets to send to Ukraine may um, largely be from um, Poland's fleet of Russian um, MIGs, uh, which uh, which would be, replace the American F-22, all the, all the recipe for a hot war by proxy between America and Russia. So just something to think about. Anyways, there's a massive trucker convoy circling uh, the Washington, D.C. belt. But it's a lot less impactful than the Canadian truckers um, who gr- uh, who grounded Ottawa to a halt for for nearly a month. Depending on who you ask, it's either composed of a couple hundred vehicles that stretches out to about 20 miles long and includes uh, semis, commuter cars, and trucks, rather than the park in the district. And then the vehicles instead made of two loops around the freeway that encircles Washington, D.C., totaling about uh, 130 miles. I mean, that's a... That is a, a, a huge difference between, I think it's a 20-mile convoy. No, I think it's 130 miles. Uh, 
Sounds like some dude's actually talking about it. Anyways, let's continue talking. While many states and uh, municipalities have dropped almost uh, all COVID, all COVID mitigation efforts, the convoy participants say that they're still uh, gathering in order to get rid of all restrictions and end the national state of emergency. So what do you think? Do you think it's still a national state of an emergency or do you think that the people that are out there doing the things that they have going on, it, it makes sense? I mean, I don't know. I, I have to ask you. That's why I come to you and ask the questions because I normally don't know. You know, I mean, I have a I have a general idea of what I think, but I don't know what you think because that's the important part. Remember, it is your show, so that's why we talk about what you're thinking, not what I'm thinking, but we just talk in general. Anyways, uh, the spent rocket segment, of course, that hit the moon did just that um, on Friday at about 7.25 a.m. Central Time, or let's just call it 8.25 Eastern Time. Um, it hit a far uh, to the far side, so there is no instrument to immediately observe the impact of what kind of damage did to the lunar surface. Um, while there are evidence that points to it belonging to China's space agency, they're still not claiming it. So that'll be the interesting part. I mean, if you really want to take a claim of, hey, um, we had a lunar collapse that occurred. We we had some stuff that hit hit the moon. I mean, do you want to be that person that said, hey, I screwed up? I, I screwed the pooch on this? I mean, probably not. You probably don't want to be, you don't want to be that person and turn around and be like, okay, cool. I messed that up. I mean, just not combos that most people want to have. You should have them, but probably not something that people want to do in the first place. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, some Hawaiian farmers are submitting the the taro root that they discovered to the Guinness Book of World Records. Taro plants usually weigh about a couple pounds, but this one's pushing 100. The root would um be enough to feed about 180 people, the farmers say. The world record of taro root is um is a measly seven pounds grown in china back in 2009 so if all of a sudden you have a hundred pound one well i think that would make a huge difference no seriously it would make a huge difference i mean duh it's a hundred pounds come on anyways the bbc reports that the investigators are looking into premature death of the 29 year old personal trainer who reportedly overdosed on powdered caffeine supplement in 2021 the victims consumed just about point two ounces of caffeine powder but that makes the the equivalent of about 200 cups of coffee holy monkeys uh since the powder didn't come with a scoop he measured it with some scale at home but um i guess he miscalculated at the time of the death the 392 milligrams of caffeine per liter in blood uh whereas a cup of coffee might produce about four milligrams of coffee per liter uh, the company that produces the caffeine powder says that they uh, that they now sell their product with a scoop. Hold on. <laughs> hold, hold it. 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 So you didn't sell your product with a scoop before. You're selling it now with a scoop. But was there any kind of listing on the jar itself that said, um, hey, this might be something you shouldn't exceed by this amount. I mean, you would think that that would be something that would be readily available opposed to some assumptions having to be made. I mean, I just don't get it sometimes, but hey, that's the way that it goes. 
we at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, so let's continue talking. Anchorage International Airport recorded 10.5 inches of snow on Saturday. Boy, does that sound lovely. Uh, that's more than double than the previous record of 4.4 inches on March the 5th. The total is also the 18th highest snowfall recorded on a single day. Uh, the airport started uh, recording snowfall totals back in 1950s. So there you go. A lot of stuff to think about as we are talking about this. So there, there's some some things to do the spin a about because that's the way that it is. Anyway, so before we get too far real quick, uh, let's see, 24 minutes past the top of the hour. I think we should bring some Johnny Smalls inside of here and let him tell you what is going on inside of the Market Beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, March 7th, 2022. Equities wobbled last week and well off the recent lows, but it looks like those lows will be tested again. The markets ended the week on a down note and at the low of the period after an escalation in the fighting over Ukrainian sovereignty. What this means for the markets is for geopolitical tensions and oil prices to remain high. With Russian capacity off the market and OPEC sticking to its plans, there's no top in sight for oil prices. This week, the market will be focused on the fallout from the fighting in Ukraine. While Russia is not a major economic power, it is the 10th largest nation by GDP, and their exclusion from global financial systems will have far-reaching effects. In market news, traders and investors will be on high alert with a CPI due out this Friday. It's our expectation that consumer-level inflation accelerated for the 11th month and will put added pressure on the FOMC. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one. As we are talking, as we are hanging, as we are banging. Okay, maybe we're just hanging. Anyways, uh, so there you go, 26 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of this lovely world, because that is why you are here to find out the información de lo que está pasando. So let's talk about it. Uh, A semi-truck in California chipped on the side on Saturday after maneuvering to get out of the way of of a reckless driver sending thousands of Coke cans all over the interstate. The accident closed four lanes of traffic. The driver was a... was trapped in the cab for over an hour, but only suffered minor injuries. It took several hours to clean up the mess. So there you go. At least he had some Cokes to drink while he was out there waiting. So that's an important portion um, as we are talking. But think about that. All of a sudden you're driving down the highway and there is a scattered mess of Coca-Cola. I don't want you to think that it's a white substance known as Coke as well, because that could confuse some people as we are talking about it. Anyway, so let's continue. Let's hear some other information. What's in the box? Denver area police are on the hunt for whoever stole the box from a freight truck parked in a downtown area that contains, um, well, a bunch of human heads. No, um, the audio did not cut out. No, I did not freeze. No, nothing has happened. Yes, a bunch of human heads. I just wanted to uh, do the pregnant pause for dramatic effect. It was reportedly labeled as exempt human specimen, and it was transit for uh, medical research. So imagine this real quick. All of a sudden, I mean, I, I just want you to, to put some proximity stuff to this. So there is somebody hanging out. And they see that there is a truck, there is a freight truck that is parked downtown and says, 
hey, I have this idea that I want to steal some product out of this truck because it is readily available. Hey, I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying it's an idea. And then all of a sudden you decide to steal this stuff and you take it back to wherever you are planning on taking these products. And I, I'm trying to figure out how heavy this um this thing is as well and how many heads are we talking about. And then you get back and you open this thing up and you find out that they're human heads. At what point do you say, hmm, I probably made some bad decisions in life that now all of a sudden I'm stealing human heads? I mean, I don't think there's a market for it. And what comes to um what comes to mind right ahead right away is um I right ahead, listen to me, is of course Dexter season one, the ice truck killer, that comes to mind. And then number two is eight he- eight heads in a duffel bag. Yeah, the, you know that movie um that came out some time ago about that. So I don't know. It's just kind of a weird thing when you start thinking about it. I mean, I don't why would you steal something in the first place? That's number one. And then number two, when you start thinking about it, you go, oh shit, when I stole something, when it was all said and done, it was, well, some stuff that I probably shouldn't have done anything with in the first place. I don't know. It's a strange time out there in this world. Anyways, it is 29 minutes past the top of the hour. I think that this is close enough to call it. So let's go ahead and do that. Well, not like any time that I would ever decide and say, hey, it's close enough to call the election. I know some people do that, but nowadays you never know how close any of these things are. 29 minutes past, main story right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's go around for a moment and let's talk about this. Let's talk about the scenarios that happen more often than we like to talk about. Let's talk about the scenarios that, you know, some people just don't love to talk about. But have you ever worked at an organization? And I'm not saying right now in whatever role that you're in, and you know, and I know that we mostly talk to safety professionals. And that's where we have our engaging conversations. But have you ever worked somewhere where you have interacted with a safety person and they have been mid? Yeah, mid. And let me explain my version of mid. So if you are familiar with our carny lingo that we have used here previous times before, and we gave a an explanation in our first in our first few episodes you know we talked about all kinds of different things on how we like to shoot and how there's a story and how it's a work and all this kind of fun stuff but when you start thinking about this we have to talk about different levels of things so if you ever go to a wrestling event or if you ever go to a boxing card or if you ever go to a mixed martial arts event you know that there are some tier levels that do occur And in these tier levels that we talk about, well, there are the people that we call them the curtain jerkers. So what happens is that is the person that once the curtain opens, they are the first ones to come out. Makes sense. And then you have the main event, which is the top of the card. That means that this is the highest profile fight of the whole thing. So you have the curtain jerkers at the very beginning or entry, whatever you want to put. And then you have the main event. So somewhere in between, you know that there are some matches that occur in between. And so that is normally referenced as the mid card. Make sense so far? Hope so. So we have now curtain jerkers, mid cards, and then we have the main event. Now, I know and you know that we have all worked at a place when you were not the safety person that had what we would deem a mid-card safety person. 
a mid safety person. And it's interesting when you interact with mid safety people because it's not that they don't have the testicular fortitude, the ovary impact to actually move forward and change it. But what happens from time to time is that they don't want to move forward. They do not want to um, change where they are, so it makes them kind of mid. Not top level, not low level, they're just mid. And there always is a struggle with that. And what do I mean? I mean, well, they're doing enough to get by. And listen, at some point, I am sure we might have all fallen into that category. You have enough knowledge base that you can do whatever you think is important inside of the organization. And then you do enough to, well, not have to do everything that you think that is super important, but kind of important. Think about it for a moment. And so to an extent, you can say, hey, that makes that safety person as mid. But then again, you can apply that to a lot of things inside of going on inside of life. But what happens when you're interacting with a mid safety person and things don't go too well? It makes you question a lot of things about life. Was the organization doing things right? Was the person happy with the work that they were doing? And at times, we have seen some of these mid-safety people change it. We have seen some of these people change the way that things should have been done. Now, the interesting portion is how do you get from mid-safety to top tier or go back to lower tier? Now, understand when I say lower tier, I explain lower tier because there is a learning side to the whole thing. There is a curb of when I start as a curtain jerker that all of a sudden I have to go inside of there and learn how to understand a system. I have to learn about what is going on in regards of context. I have to learn um, knowledge base and actual practice of what's going on outside there in the industry. So what happens when I want to go top card? Top tier, top shelf, because some people like alcohol, but we can talk about top shelf. But there is a learning curve where you have to go there and get more knowledge. You get knowledge and you get experience. And I'm going to tell you, and it's got to be a weird thing by me saying this, is that a lot of people lay heavily on degrees. I mean, well, you might know that I have laid heavily on degrees. But it is so important for the work that you do and the work that I do to understand how much experience plays a huge factor. Degrees are nice. Don't get me wrong. They will open doors for you. But experience is huge. And I will tell you that you can get knowledge base and it helps. But experience will always be a dominating factor. So how do you get to the top of the card? Well, it's a combination of both. I think, matter of fact, I know that if you go out there and do more studying about what should happen inside of this lovely world of ours when it comes related to the safety stuff, you can go from mid to top. But by doing this, you have to apply these things into practice. And that practice will give you experience. Now, listen, some people don't like that. And I am not going to tell you, and I am not going to sit here and discuss that you can only get it by learning X to be able to move to the other side. But what happens is that if you want to have a world-class safety system or world-class safety organization, things have to change. 
And unfortunately, the mid safety person is not going to change that for you unless they're willing to learn. Now, if you're sitting there for a moment and going, well, that mid safety person that you speak of is me. Well, there's information out there that can assist you on how to gain knowledge that you can apply into practice. There are guides that can help you in regards to how to apply this to the field. There's a way to learn how to do safety. The problem is that sometimes you have to commit outside of the norm to get it to work. And listen, I know that the journey that you're on is not the easiest. I've kind of sat on both sides of the table here, both sides of the desk, so I get it. But if you want world class, that's the way to do it. And I'm going to explain when I say world class because it can be confusing for some. It is not the best of the best and the top tier and the greatest things in the world. That's not world class. It's actually having things that actually happen that you can discuss and move and go and change as the world goes forward. Because sometimes there's confusion of we can't have any incidents. That's not the case because incidents will continue to happen. Think about that this morning. Anyways, it is currently 37 minutes past the top of the hour. I think you know what I might say next. So I have a good idea that um, I probably shouldn't say it. Seriously. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. It's a new year, but it's feeling harder than ever to find and hire qualified people you need, especially for small businesses. That's where LinkedIn Job comes in. They make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering qualified hires versus leading competitors. I have to tell you that we have used LinkedIn jobs to even find some of the people that we have here at Safety FM. LinkedIn jobs can help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your jobs for for free on linkedin.com slash safety fm that's linkedin.com slash safety fm to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply and don't forget to tell them that you heard it right here on safety fm people been saying to your friend get a different face and posting on their feed they're super ugly the things they say to them online are cruel and they're not so tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. 
Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I'd give you the world like I promised I would. Even though you wouldn't do the same. And we would like to thank Alex Kerr for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. You know, I'm potting this thing up backwards. I'm talking and then trying to pot it up at the same time. Just doesn't work out too well. Anyways, like I tell everybody, if they want to come out, hang out, and do the things that we get to do around here, all you have to do is go into callinradio.com. That will get you moving into our systems and moving and moving and grooving and doing all that other fun stuff that we get to do around here. So that way you get into our messaging system, our video messaging, or our even our text or calling system. So whatever works out the best um, from that particular portion right there. 
So let's start talking because there's still a lot of stuff that we have to cover very short period of time because that's the way that it goes inside of here. But if I can't tell you anything, let me tell you the most important thing that I'm going to tell you throughout our show, and it'll be the following information. Let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experience from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741-741. Or you can go to their website at AFSP.org, like I was saying a little bit earlier. And you never know when you might need this information. It can apply to you. It can apply to somebody in need that might be close to you. It can apply to somebody that you're just not aware of at the moment. There is some great resources out there in regards to real stories on their website. You can learn facts or even join a local chapter to help make a difference inside of your community. So there you go. You got some options in doing some different things if you're so inclined to do so. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on out here. Because we got a lot in little time, little time, little time. Uh, let's talk about this. A local sheriff uh, speaks out about a traffic, sh- uh, a, a tragic shooting um, that killed three children and an adult, uh, an adult in California. Take a listen. Sacramento County Sheriff Scott Jones posted on Facebook Saturday to discuss the state's sanctuary state laws. He pointed out that the shooter, David Mora, was undocumented at the time of the shooting. Jones argued that because of the sanctuary state laws, the man was allowed to be free from jail. The Merced County Sheriff's Office did not tell ICE about Mora's recent arrest where he allegedly punched an officer and later killed three of his children at a church. Roel Balon, NBC News Radio. You know, it's interesting when you start hearing some of the stuff that is going on throughout the country. Um, it's always a, it's always an interesting one, especially when you hear something like this. Anytime that anything is related, that you hear anything that has shootings and children, it's just not something that people want to talk about. So, I mean, I don't know. It, I try to, I try to touch lightly on some of these things, as you probably are fully are aware. Anyway, seven people are dead after Twister struck Iowa over the weekend. Most of the deaths occurred in Madison County, where Dio Ayala is an emergency management director. The National Weather Service determined the tornado that tore through our community was estimated to be an EF3. With wind speeds between 136 miles and 165 miles per hour. There were approximately 52 damaged or destroyed homes in the path of the tornado. Okay, he says the country's, the county sent out multiple alerts on Saturday in addition to emergency sirens ahead of the tornadoes that hit the ground. Uh, that was Iowa's deadliest tornado since 2008. Madison County Emergency Management Director Dio Ayala says that the, the county sent out multiple alerts. We sent out about three or four notifications. Even when uh, the tornado warning came through, we, we sent out a quick alert. And when the, with, because of Operation Sky Warning, as soon as the tornado was about to hit the ground, we hit the siren. So there you go. Some information always going on as we are talking in regards of today. So there you go. Anyways, International Women Day celebrated tomorrow. International Women Day will be celebrated tomorrow in countries around the world. Uh, but Sarah K- uh, Lee Kessler reports uh, that the seeds were planted more than, centru- uh, more than a century ago. I am a woman. Hear me roll. 
International Women's Day had its roots in New York in 1908 when 15,000 women marched through the city demanding better pay, a shorter work week, and the right to vote. The U.N. made the day official in 1975. Today it's celebrated around the world. In many countries, including Russia, it's a national holiday. This year's theme, Break the Bias, imagining a world free of gender bias, stereotypes, and discrimination. Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio, New York. So I'm going to ask that question then. How many women do you know that are off today here in this country? Yeah, that's what I was waiting for as well, because I was not aware of this until, um, let's see, it's 748, where I'm located, till 747. I wasn't aware of this. So kind of an interesting thing as we are talking. Anyways, let's continue going and moving and grooving. And I think it might be time to talk about the Motivation Minute, you know, with that guy that gets us motivated. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today, we have a tribute to quotes from the unknown. Here's a few anonymous quotes. Good things come to those who get them. I like that. Here's another. The greatest mistake we make is living in constant fear that we will make one. Another great quote. It's amazing to me that these are unclaimed. They're both great quotes, and they kind of go together. Don't be afraid to go out and get what you want. So don't wait in the office for it to come to you. If you do that because you're afraid you might make a mistake, you already made a mistake by waiting. Get out there and try. Win or lose, you're already ahead by trying. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AllasMorgan.com. When actors commit to a role of superhero, physical preparation becomes a major part of the process, in some cases just as much as acting. As the Batman movie had its opening weekend, let's talk about some of the things that Robert Pattinson, the actor who played the Batman, had to do to prepare for a physically demanding role. According to reports, his routine consisted of morning workouts, which included bicycle crunches, dumbbell sidebands, double crunches, and supermans. He typically did three sets of 25 reps each. Additionally, he ran up to six miles about three to four times per week. As of his diet, Robert limited alcohol, processed meats, and fried foods. He ate a lot of oatmeal with vanilla protein powder and canned tuna with Tabasco sauce. These are some of the changes that allowed Mr. Pattinson to prepare for the role of Batman. For more, check out alessamorgan.com. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Did we just get a wellness minute that was an homage to Robert Pattinson? Because it sure—it surely did sound that way. I mean, I, I guess to each their own. Just a question. Do you think she was a Twilight fan in the past as well? I, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Hey, you know, we all get excited by our, about our own favorite actors. I mean, that is for sure. Anyways, 50 minutes past the top of the hour. In 10 minutes or so, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm. If you want to come and hang out and do the stuff over there, you're more than welcome on coming over and hanging out with me. That is for sure. So before I forget, let me talk about this real quick. Let me talk about what my friends Todd Conklin and Sydney Decker have done. They have released this book yeah this book right here this book is known as safety different or nope nope 
Let me say, get it right. Do safety differently. Um, so this book is readily available on Amazon. I will tell you, um, depending on how you look it up, it can get you into some weird spots um, because of what uh, Amazon wants to default to. There is, of course, now the audio version available. There is the... Um, paperback version and of course the digital version if you want to pick this sucker up and learn more about how to do safety uh you can do so by going to safetyfm.com forward slash amazon that's safetyfm.com forward slash amazon and that will get you directly to the book without you having to go through the weird stuff because um a lot of people it says that it has taken them to dog safety so opposed to getting you to dog safety it will get you directly to do safety differently and you come hang out and uh Either take a listen to it, or you can turn around and do some other things as purchasing the book if you're so inclined to do so. So safetyfm.com forward slash Amazon, and that will get you there. Anyway, so let's continue talking about some other things, because I think that that's always fun to hang out and, you know, talk about some of the world is strange, because if we don't, I mean, then we're going to get kind of bored on talking about only one, one subject. So anyways, the latest word on Wordle, yes, it's true. Many players that feel that since the New York Times bought Wordle in late January, the viral word game has become more difficult. But some um, some, some of the difficulty that it causes you to cheat. Word games reference as Word Finder X did a study using Google Trends data that shows that many people are searching online for the answer of the, da- of the daily Wordle. It found that searches of today's Wordle have increased by 196%. The New York Times bought the game. The two most difficult words and the most popular days of cheating appear to be on February. February the 15th, which was Aroma, and February 19th, which was Swirl. Word Finder X says that, um, that the cheaters commonly play in the morning, most often searching for the answer between 7 and 8 a.m. Doesn't give if it's Eastern, Central, or whatever. But keep in mind that, yes, cheating has become a prevalent since the New York Times takeover, but that also has to do with the game rising in popularity. Um, and since more people are playing, well, more likely to cheat uh like golf so there you go not me i only cheat when there's a, a when there's a payoff for it like taxes for instance duh no i'm just kidding when i say that and i'm seeing um other scores of two of six in wordle every morning and i'm just um trying to remember my email password so i guess it makes it a little bit uh, a little bit more difficult as people come in and about and all that kind of fun stuff Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so I guess should we continue with the theme of the Batman? Because it sounds like it. So let's talk about this. With Robert Pattinson's The Batman making some serious bank over the box office over the weekend has once again raised the question of, at least among the comic book nerds, exactly how much money does the guy have anyway? And that guy, we mean Batman. Uh, one reporter um, ran the numbers, and there's uh, this is what they came up with. Wayne Enterprises, Bruce Wayne is the owner of Wayne Enterprises, which means that he is a multi-billionaire. And it's a good thing because he has a lot of his clothes. Wayne Manor, EW's, um, EW says that... Uh, that uh, Batman's home is worth about $137 million, has a maintenance cost of $1.6 million per year. The Batmobile, it appears that it, he drives a modified 1960s Camaro in the new movie. Um, that can sell well over $100,000, factoring the cost of superhero modification. You'd be looking at a million dollars, including a, a super powerful battery. Uh, yes, battery. Uh, bat suit. Uh, th- this would be the guess here. I the guess is that if real life bat suit, including the famous cow on the check there, where the night vision radio communication could set you back about a million dollars. So wow, that would still you haven't um and you still haven't even paid Alfred yet. So that's something to think about. 
and that's not even to talk about how it's a publicly traded company and all all the money that he's investing into other things. I mean, it, there's a lot of fraud that's going on there. Let's, let's just be realistic if we're really talking about some of the things that are going on. So let's not get too far away of reality and what exactly is happening inside of there. Anyways, if you're looking for some things that happened back on this date, let's take a look. Um, let's see. Back in 2016, Peyton Manning announces his retirement from the NFL. During the 18 seasons in the league, Manning played for the Indianapolis Colts and the Denver Broncos. If you're looking for some birthdays for today, I got some of those for you real quick. Harley Lou Richardson turns 27. Uh, uh, let's see. Brandon T. Jackson, 38. Laura Preparin, 42. Jenna Fisher, 48. Jolie Jenkins, 48. Rachel Wiz, um, let's see, 52. Joe, Joey Tanner, 56. Juana Sykes, 58. Brian Craston, 66. And, Jan, um, and Janet Guthrie turns 84 today. So there you go. There are some birthdays that are going on. And if you're looking for a reason to celebrate today, I got some of those for you. National Be Heard Day. National Cereal Day. National Crown, Crown of Roast Pork Day. What the hell is a crown of roast pork? I'd like to know that. In National Flapjack Day. Yeah, Flapjack. So there you go. If you're looking for some some of those things, some of those things to do. So there you go. Anyways, to continue talking, let's talk about did you know Ukrainian authorities have uh, let it be known that the citizens, that that they don't need to declare, to declare captured Russian tanks or any equipment they pick up for personal income. A statement from the Ukrainian National Agency on Corruption Prevention says, have you... Um, have you corrupted? Have you corrupted? Have you captured a Russian tank or armored personnel carrier and are worried about how to declare? Keep um, keep calm. The country to defend the uh, the motherland. It says that there is no need to declare captured Russian tanks and other equipment as taxable income because the country does not value does not value them um, at more than two hundred forty eight thousand one hundred Ukrainian um, or about eight thousand three hundred dollars. So there you go. So I guess it's a free-for-all. It gets even more interesting as we are talking. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts real quick. An average person will uh, forget about 80% of what they learned today, including this show. Uh, roses uh, cut, in after, <laughs> cut in the afternoon last longer than ones cut in the morning. More people are allergic to cow milk than any other food or drink. Technically speaking, uh, brides don't walk down the aisle. They walk down the nave. Yeah, I walked down the nave. Mickey Mouse's dog Pluto was named after the planet, not the other way around. And soybeans produce um, more flatulence than any other bean. So I'm sure that that was something you really did not care to know. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, if you need a random joke for today, I got one. A picture is worth a thousand words, but try saying that without a picture. If you need a phone starter for the day, try this. What is the sexiest name? What one at least, when, and which one is the least sexy that you know? Uh, if you need something for the water cooler, try this one. 60% of adults say that they can, can't can make it through the day without some of this. What is it? Sugar. And I'm not talking about the, the Adam Levine song, so there you go. Um, So let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. We are going to be moving over to RadioBig.fm if you want to come and hang out. I appreciate you taking a listen to this show this morning on RadioBig.fm or SafetyFM.com. Of course, we're known on being on the apps and, of course, all the different streaming services as well. 
I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Don't wait for the perfect moment. Take the moment and make it perfect. Boy, does that sound applicable. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.